Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. I'm really excited to be on the phone with you today and talking with your listeners about their legal needs. And a little about me, I'm a 30-year attorney licensed in the state of Michigan. And when I started practicing law, it was in the area of divorce law. I did that for 14 years and decided it was time for a change from that. And I created my legal referral service, which is called Your Legal Resource. So today I help clients, whether they're individuals or small businesses, when they have legal questions or they need legal representation in any area of law in Metro Detroit. And I think the the nice thing is that my service is actually free to the client, so they appreciate that. (laughs) So I'm really able to give them the benefit of my knowledge without charging them a fee. Now that is extremely interesting, and I'm sure it perked everybody ears up because we know how expensive legal services can be, but it's to our benefit, so there is a cost to it. So how are your services free to us, the business owner? So it's not completely free in in the sense of nobody pays any legal fees. They don't pay me legal fees, but I will refer my clients to an affordable specialist. And I have worked with these attorneys, some of them for five years, some of them for 20 years. So I know who is an affordable specialist for the area of law that this client is calling about. So my service is free to the client. And if they hire the attorney I recommend, the attorney will pay me a referral fee. And it's totally common in the state of Michigan and probably other states to share referral fees with other lawyers. You cannot share a referral fee with a non-lawyer, at least in the state of Michigan. So it's totally legal, and it's like an advertising fee. You know, the the lawyer doesn't mind that 
I uh, did the work of sending them the right client, and they render services, so they give me a referral fee if and when they get paid. Awesome, awesome. So that even makes it even better. That's a, that's an additional added value there to the business owner. So now let's talk about uh, building a relationship with an attorney before we need one. Um, I had two meetings earlier this week, um, and today's only Wednesday, by the way, so keep that in mind, uh, where two clients had already have to consult with a, their attorneys and in order to, you know, either get collection from services that, that they were owed or to get another business to provide the services that they've already been paid. Um, mm -hmm. And so those are areas, obviously, that opening up a business, you're going to encounter legal issues, and you have to be prepared for them. You can't just let someone take something from you. I mean, I myself have someone that we're right in the process uh, from an ex-employee to taking them to court for violating um, their non-compete to a client, you know, as well, not paying their bills. So how do we, what's the best way to establish the relationship so that starting out before we need the services um, or a legal counsel to, to do that? That's a great question and really the, the focus of our talk today. So often my clients don't have the time to build a relationship. They've got a problem right now, and they want to know who can help them right now. So when you don't have time for building a relationship, I am your next best resource. But let's take a step back. for Maybe you don't have a legal problem on the horizon at this moment, and you really do want to start to build some uh, relationships with attorneys. So businesses might be able to take the time to do the research. They can follow attorneys on social media. They can subscribe to their blog. They can attend their seminars if it's an area of, you know, of interest to that client. They can invite the attorney to lunch and get to know them. And some people know lawyers socially from a country club or health club or whatever, and they can get to know them that way. But, you know, we're all busy people, and generally, I think if you ask business people, they might know a lawyer. They might even have a lawyer in the family, but they don't know a lawyer for every area of law or maybe for their particular situation. So business owners, I have found, if they've been in business a while, they probably have met a business attorney that they go to for this or that, but some nuance will come up that that attorney doesn't handle because law is a very specialized field. So just because you have a business attorney doesn't mean they can address every issue that comes up in your business. So you talked about collections or non-competes or you know, maybe they have intellectual property to protect. That's a specialty. Your general business lawyer isn't going to handle intellectual property. So these are, your, these are just examples of why you might still need a service like mine so that you can go to uh, another resource when you have a special need for yourself, whether it's your business or for your individual needs. But, um, you know, if you, if you do have the time to build a relationship, it's so important that you know, like, and trust your lawyer you know, sometimes we don't have the luxury of picking somebody we get along with perfectly, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you just need somebody to stop that harassing phone call or get that bill paid or whatever it is. But if you can take time to build a relationship, at least build one with me because I'll be your go-to person. I kind of think of me like you would go to your doctor, who is maybe your general practitioner, and they will refer you to a specialist when you need one. Well, I'm your lawyer friend who will refer you to a specialist when you need one. Awesome. Awesome. And so I'm going to just take a quick step back. How did you make that transition Because from going from a divorce attorney to practicing uh, family law and then creating a legal referral service? That is a great question, and it's not necessarily a path everyone would take, but after 14 years of handling divorces, I had just had enough. You know, it's, it's, it's a drama-filled area of law, and I feel like to be really good at it, you can't do it for your entire legal career. You know, some attorneys would disagree, but I think what happens to you as a human being is you either become – jaded and you just don't believe there's good in anyone or you you build up a wall between uh yourself and and the profession so that you can, you don't take on that emotional 
stuff that's going on in those divorces. So what I found for me was that when I had that wall up, it didn't come down at 5 p.m. So I felt like my other relationships suffered because I was that strong advocate for my clients and I didn't take on the emotional but I needed to be more empathetic at home or, you know, with, I remember one time my sister said, you know, you, you um, inform me of your life, but you don't involve me in your life. And that was an aha moment. So I actually kind of was on this spiritual journey after I decided I didn't want to do divorce law anymore. I happened to be in this course at my church called The Purpose Driven Life, and it's based on a book by Rick Warren. And I discovered by taking that course that I was created to connect people, which was pretty ironic because I would made a living for 14 years out of ending relationships, and I was meant to build them. So once I got into that flow of this is my purpose, let me bring people together and not be worried about how am I going to get paid at the end of the day. It's just one of those let's serve the person in need, and it's all going to work out. So it it really has made me feel so good every day. I've been getting on average a referral a day for like 14 years, and then the last couple years maybe a few referrals a week because I've been doing some other legal work on a full-time basis. So um, when whatever the flow is, whatever the needs are, I treat that client, you know, while, while I'm talking to them. Maybe it's 30 minutes, maybe it's an hour. They have my undivided attention. I am hearing their needs and truly listening and truly connecting with them and referring them to the person that is perfectly equipped to solve that situation, and they appreciate it so much. Sometimes they appreciate me more than the attorney that handled the case, and they're the ones doing the heavy lifting, but it's like I was there at that critical moment for them. So for me, it's like fulfilling my purpose is why I created this business, because I was good as a divorce attorney. I was successful in my practice. I just felt like 14 years, that was the season. Let's move on to something else. It is. And it's it's always good to find our purpose. I mean, when things feel right and things are able to flow correctly, personally and professionally, um, then that makes us for, you know, better business owners, better, you know, partners, everything uh, from that aspect. And so that, that works out wonderfully. Uh, one other question now, you had stated that um, – during this process, your interaction there with the client, I'm going to assume, because you mentioned that obviously all attorneys are not for everything or mm-hmm. cannot handle everything. And you know that and I know that, but there are some that feel like, okay, I have an attorney and they are one size fit all. And right. so do you educate, take the time and educate the business owner? And if so, what does that process look like? Usually the way the process starts with me is that I'm going to get a phone call or an email from a client indicating they've got a legal problem or a question, and I'll arrange to, t- uh, to talk with them by phone. I'll ask them some questions, understand their objectives, and I'll be able to discern, do they need a lawyer, can they afford a lawyer, and I'll have someone in mind who can help them. For the business owner, they may already have a lawyer, and they'll they'll say, you know, I talked to my lawyer, you know, and I just need this this uh, you know logo uh, copyrighted, and or I just need a trademark, and you know, for some reason, my lawyer can't help me. But do you know anybody? And so I'll explain. Well, you know, intellectual property is a specialized area of law, and not all lawyers and not all business lawyers handle that. And so here's what the you know specialist can do for you. So. You know, I, when I educate them, it's not in a you dummy kind of way. It's, it's you know, I don't know the nuances of medicine. And, you know, I know if I have a problem with my foot, I probably don't want a heart surgeon. But, you know, think of the law the same way. It's like a lawyer is not a lawyer is not a lawyer, you know. Just yesterday, a family law attorney was telling me she hired, she was hired to help an attorney, or sorry, help a client with a PPO, personal protection order. But that client also needed help with a paternity matter and so the client you know thought well you I hired you for this why can't you handle that other thing at the same time it's like those are two separate cases those are two separate components of family law and yes I can help you with both but you have to retain me separately you know so there's so many nuances it might be the the law that's the nuance it might be the finances that's the nuance 
Um, so you really have to talk through the situation. Find out what can the, uh, the client afford. Do they even need a lawyer? And sometimes they need one, but they can't afford one. So I, I call um, or I refer them to legal aid for those situations. But business owners aren't, aren't going to be going to legal aid. They will not qualify. So for them, you know, it's, it's respecting the relationship they already have with the existing attorney, if it's a good one. If they're ready to move on to somebody else, I can tell them, you know, here's somebody who's done this type of law, and I've worked with them for so many years, and they've been in practice so many years. And, you know, you can have a free consultation. Every time they call me or um, when, they, when they call the attorney I refer them to, they're going to be able to have a free consultation to see, is this a fit? Because you're interviewing the lawyer just like they're interviewing you. And the only exception to that is some of my family law attorneys will charge a consultation fee if the client decides not to move forward after the consultation. So that keeps them from giving free advice all day and not getting paid. <laughs> but all my other lawyers will, will give a free consultation. So that can help you start to build a relationship. Okay. And so what, uh, what are some of the characteristics of a good relationship with an attorney? What should you be looking for? Well, because you're first and foremost wanting them to handle a legal matter, you need to know that they are educated not just as a lawyer. They didn't just pass the bar exam and go to law school and all that, but they have been educated in this area of law, you know, whether it's real estate or it's business law or whatever it might be. So number one, you know, ask them, how many years have you been handling this type of case, you know, or, or maybe it's not a case, maybe it's a transaction. So, you know, how many, uh, how many contracts have you reviewed since you've been practicing? You know, find out, do they do this type of work all the time? Because I think it's critical for you to have an attorney that does what you need done day in and day out. And most attorneys will tell you, you know, if I haven't done it, I can look into that. Well, you're paying for that time for them to research and to figure it out. And it's much more efficient if you hire somebody that has done this a hundred times or a thousand times or whatever it is. So, you know, for instance, there's another nuance. Maybe you've got a, a bar owner client and they need a liquor license. And so they've, you know, they've been having problems with the city or the state or whatever it is to get that license. Uh, you know, so you, you can't just go to any lawyer to get a liquor license. I'm sure some lawyers will say, yeah, I can figure it out. I can look up that process. But why not go to somebody that's dealt with liquor license day in and day out? So I just feel like you're going to save time and money and get a better result with somebody who's seen this 100 times before versus somebody that's going to do the research. And, and they may be very thorough, but do you want to pay for them to learn how to handle this case for you? Usually, no. <laughs> I don't care if you're a business owner or an individual. Most people don't want to pay more for a lawyer than they have to. Yeah, and, it's, and I think the key point that you hit on is do you want an expert in the field or do you want someone, they're, they're capable and willing to do it, but are they the expert? So do you really want exactly. to win? Or do you really want, you know, because you may, and it's nothing against the relationship you may have with someone or you may get along really well, but do you have the expert? And just yeah. as you used the analysis before, if we need surgery, um, do we want the expert or do we want the student? Exactly. And you and mentioned, so, you know, what are the – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go right ahead. You mentioned what are the, the things you want to look at. So expertise, I think, is first and foremost – um, secondly, I feel like the personality fit is really important in certain areas of law. For instance, family law. You know, you, you, you may be an emotional mess when you call on that lawyer. And you could be a business owner who is um, going through a divorce, and that is horrible because now your, your business assets are at stake, your personal assets are at stake, maybe you've got custody issues at stake. So, you know, you don't want an attorney that's going to rub you the wrong way. Maybe you're a, a female and 
they remind you of your soon-to-be ex-husband. That's not who you want for your lawyer because you're just not going to love that situation. Or maybe you're a little bit timid and you really need a, a fighter for you because you might be inclined to give away too much just to get out of that drama and it's really disturbing your sense of peace. So that's where I can come in. And because I was a family law attorney, I'm going to know, okay, just listening to that client's voice over the phone, I can get a sense of their personality and I can get a sense of what type of lawyer is going to compliment them and which one's going to rub them the wrong way. And I, I've worked with my family law attorneys probably the longest because I knew a lot of them when I was practicing family law. So I think having the right personality fit. And same thing with a business attorney. It may not be to that drama level, but, you know, what if you're getting sued as a business owner? It becomes as personal as a divorce does, right? You know, if your business is being sued, you are going to probably react to that a little bit emotionally. Some people are, are better at that than others, but um, I, I think you feel a little bit personally attacked. Um, so you want a lawyer that's going to calm you down, that's going to be the voice of reason during that tumultuous time, and you want somebody that's going to charge you appropriately. You don't want necessarily to be paying by the hour if you don't have to be because litigation can go on for two to three to five years, you know. So sometimes lawyers will handle certain types of cases on a contingent basis, meaning they don't get paid until the um, case is over and they get a favorable result. For instance, in collections, it's that way. If they collect money for you, they're going to get a third or whatever they decide they're going to get. Um, but, it, you know, a lot of business transactional matters are going to be a flat fee. Or business litigation is usually pay me your retainer and that will get us started. It's, it's really by the hour and they're going to maybe take 10000 20000 5000 It just depends on the matter. They're going to take a chunk up front. They're going to bill against it, and then they're going to say, okay, we're going to send you a bill every month, and you're going to need to pay it each month. So you might be paying your lawyer, you know, two to 5000 a month. Can your business handle that amount of money going out the door just for lawyers? So it's, it's tough. You need to have those conversations up front. What is this going to cost me? And, you know, it's not like buying a couch. Like I used to tell people that as a divorce attorney. How much is this divorce going to cost? I said, well, here's what the retainer is. But, you know, if this goes past mediation or into trial, we're going to have to, you know, be paying more. You know? So the retainer is if, if all goes well and I spend 10, 20 hours on the case, here's your fee. But if it goes beyond that, and you just can't really control litigation, how long it's going to take, how much it's going to cost. So you've got to be able to have reserves. And maybe they need a line of credit, you know, for their business that's going to be used to fund this litigation matter. It's really, I think, the personality fit is important when there's litigation, whether it's personal or business litigation. I just think there's lots of uh, drama involved, and, and you also need that voice of reason to get you through that tough time. Awesome. Now, when should this relationship start? I mean, obviously, it's awesome if you build these relationships when you're first starting out as a business owner, so before you know, during the initial phase of, of you structuring the business would be awesome. But if you haven't started it then, is there any particular good time to start building this relationship? Well, I think it's as your business grows, you know, your legal team may grow too. So you you say, okay, I've got this attorney who handled the startup documents, but now, now I need some contracts. Can that same attorney help you? Probably, but find that out. Or, you know, you have to anticipate what's on the horizon. Is there going to be intellectual property? You know, are you getting a lot of unpaid bills? Are you going to need your lawyer to be a litigator? Because in most firms, if, you, if you're working with a small firm, they're either the business transactional lawyer or they're the business um, litigation attorney. They don't usually do both. If you go to a big firm, they might have one guy that does transactions and one guy that does litigation. I've not found a lot of business attorneys that will do both. So you just have to figure out, you know, am I going to have needs for this type of, of attorney as things grow? And, you know, 
I guess you have to look at your five-year plan or 10-year plan or whatever as your business is going to grow. Are you going to go international? Do you need an attorney maybe with international global business expertise? Or are you going to put your business online? And I don't mean just to have a website, but like an e-commerce business where you're doing transactions online. There's certain legal agreements that some business attorneys feel like I don't really dabble in Internet law, that's what they call it, and it's like you might need a a specialist. Or maybe your business is growing and you're going to franchise it. Franchise attorneys are far and few between. I think there's only like five in Metro Detroit, and I happen to work with one. So uh, he has been a great fit for, for clients going into franchising. So it's kind of like as the business grows, you may need more a more robust legal team. And not on a daily basis, but as you know, for certain key transactions, you're going to need to bring in a specialist. Awesome, awesome. Now, for some individuals, obviously, um, if they're going to, uh, I guess, consult with you, what are some of the topics that you guys talk about with they're they're contacting you? Um, and when I say topics, as far as if I was a brand new business owner. What are some of the topics that you would cover with me in in order to make sure I have or establish a a secure foundation for the business? Gotcha. Well, that type of work might help if they've gone to a business mentor. So I'm not necessarily educating them what they should be doing. Um, They often call me when they need something specific, like, hey, I just received this non-compete agreement. Could you take a look at it? Um, we're thinking of hiring this employee, and I don't know, this this agreement looks ridiculous, and are we going to end up getting sued? So they kind of are setting the stage. They have a problem they're calling. Um, but there's a great resource in the community that's at little to no cost, mostly no cost, uh, SCORE, S-C-O-R-E. That's a national organization, and I get a lot of referrals from SCORE Detroit when their clients need lawyers. So they've already had an issue come up. They've had a business mentor. They're working along in all phases of the business, and they match them up with a SCORE mentor that has their type of expertise needed, uh, whether it's industry expertise or maybe it's financial or whatever it is. So um, they have said, you need to talk to an attorney about that. And so they come to me with some specific questions. And then I might ask them additional questions that they hadn't thought of, and then I'll refer them to the specialists that they need to talk to. And then that attorney may give them some homework and say, well, you need to work on these things. You're not quite ready for me yet. Um, so you you will get the expertise that you need. Sometimes they they are thinking so far ahead that, you know, you got to start at step one. You know, they, they can give you the big picture. Here's where we want to ultimately end up. This is the A to Z process, but you're at step A. So let's let's start there. So um, they can kind of work with you, too, financially. Like, well, for phase one, it's going to cost this. And then when you're ready for phase two, it'll cost this. So <laughs> that's generally how it works. But if you're asking what types of legal matters, business owners will come to me for it might be drafting or reviewing contracts contract disputes or other types of business litigation you've mentioned they've already formed the business so they don't need that but if they're a startup they would might need their llc papers created and if there's more than one business owner uh, they would also need an operating agreement and they might also say they need some contracts prepared to kind of get started in business or we've talked already about intellectual property protection, whether that's copyrights, trademarks, or patents. They might have tax issues. So you want an attorney skilled in handling IRS tax disputes or with the state of Michigan. And business attorneys may be able to give you some tax planning advice, but they're not going to deal with tax disputes. You need to have um, either somebody in the accounting field who's an enrolled agent who is comfortable sitting in front of the IRS or state of Michigan tax uh, folks, or you want a a tax attorney. And I have a good one that I've worked with whenever clients have those issues. Or they might have buy-sell agreements to prepare, or they're maybe going through a merger, acquisition, or you've talked about collections. So those are kind of the hot topics that people will call me about in business, but really it can be anything. Really? So you do you do uh, JVs too, joint ventures? 
Yep, we have attorneys that have dealt with that. Yep, Um, it, it really depends, you know, Sometimes clients aren't really ready for that financially. They think, oh, that's, that's no big deal. And if the lawyer says, I'm going to charge you 50000 or 30000 or whatever, they might say, well, we can't work with that. You know, So we have to set realistic expectations. And that's why it's nice for them to have the free consultation with me and the free consultation with the attorney to figure out, are you really ready for this type of attorney? Or do you need to raise some capital? Or do we need to take a different approach so that you can move forward in your business. Right. Good good advice. Good advice. Now, so we're almost coming up to the halfway point, and some individuals uh, may have joined us late. And so just kind of give them a brief recap as to what we already covered. So let's start with um, going back to yourself, a brief background about yourself, and then let's go into the, the business itself. So let's start with yourself first. Okay. Again, for those of you who are just joining us, I am Lori Williams. I'm a licensed attorney in the state of Michigan and have been for the past 30 years. And the first half of my career, I was a divorce attorney and worked in the metro Detroit area handling divorces and other family law issues. And for the last 15 years, I have owned and operated Your Legal Resource, which is a free legal referral service for individuals and small businesses who have legal questions, need legal advice, or legal representation. And I work with a robust team of attorneys who cover all areas of law, in Metro Detroit. Awesome. And now a little bit about how you made the transition from divorce attorney to referral service. Right. So the short answer on that one is after 14 years of ending relationships for a living, I wanted to do something different. And I happened to come upon a program that helped me discover my purpose as an individual. And I found out I was created to connect people and build relationships rather than end relationships. So out of that discovery, this business was born, and I've been connecting clients with lawyers on a daily basis for the past 15 years, and it's really fulfilled me to be that person um, for the client when they have those legal questions because it can be intimidating to approach an attorney or they don't know where to go, and often they come to me when they're in crisis, and they just appreciate my calm demeanor, and I can help get them through that frightening stage and into the right person so that, you know, if you're in a crisis, you just want help, and you don't want to be searching for the right person. So the fact that I can direct them to who can help them gives them a lot of peace as well as that's an attorney that can handle this matter for them. Awesome, awesome. And then this other thing you have just mentioned on is the relationship. Relationships, obviously, we all feel better when we're building relationships um, and that are very productive and relationships. And so tell us a little bit about the business itself, how the business, how someone would contact you, how someone uh, would go about seeking your services and the things that you would actually be able to provide for them. Gotcha. So basically, you can start off with a phone call or an email to me saying, hey, I've got a legal question or a legal problem, or I need to hire an attorney for XYZ, and I will arrange a time to speak with that client by phone. And after answering or asking them some questions and answering any questions they may have, and I understand their objectives, then I'm able to determine, do they need a lawyer? Can they afford a lawyer? And if so, I'll usually have someone in mind who is perfectly equipped for that situation. So I either provide the referral immediately um, by doing an email introduction both to the client and the lawyer. It's a description of what the client's needs are, and it's got the lawyer's contact information and the client's contact information, and then it's up to the client to go ahead and reach out to that attorney by phone or email to have the free consultation. So they'll get a much more in-depth, you know, interview when they meet the lawyer and they can ask them, you know, what is this likely to cost? And sometimes I can give them a a range up front just because I know, you know, certain price points. But, you know, with litigation, it's kind of a, a, 
money pit, I guess is the word that's coming to mind. They might tell you, I need 5000 10000 or they might say, this is going to require a $50,000 retainer. You know, it's just like you can get sticker shock. So it's good to have that free consultation to find out what am I getting into. So I, I'm always happy to talk the client through the process and get them to the right person. And I, I kind of relate myself to if you would go to your general practice physician and they refer you to a medical professional for some specialized area of medicine, I'm that attorney you can go to with your legal questions, and I can refer you to an affordable legal specialist if necessary. Awesome. And how do they contact you? Because obviously the biggest benefit in that is because you obviously know the attorneys within the metropolitan area. And so you know who the experts are. So you're kind of doing the homework for the client. How would they exactly. get in contact with you to find it to, to number one, to discuss whatever issues that they may have or to try to, I guess, I'm always that kind of person that wants to be prepared. Um, I don't want to end up being reactive. I want to be yes. proactive. And so, obviously, establishing those relationships way before you need them is everything because then you get to see how they work and how you work and you're able to, if you've already set things in place and established a foundation for whatever area that you're in, um, you're able to say, okay, here, you know, the thing that we were trying to avoid or set in place just in case it did happen, it has happened. So now you're able to kind of give it to them and go about during your business of obviously producing, creating a quality product or service without having to being able to worry about that and get them caught up on the details of it and all of that. So exactly. how can they, you know, contact you in order to start forming relationships? There are a number of ways. Um, the, the old-fashioned way is you can pick up the phone and call me at 248 594-4470. I feel email works really great because then I can shoot you a quick message back and, and arrange a time to speak with you in length. So my email is Lori, that's L-O-R-I, at best, B-E-S-T, legal, L-E-G-A-L, resource, R-E-S-O-U-R-C-E, dot com. Or you can go on my website and look around there. There's lots of information. I have newsletters you can read that's got a lot of great articles. Um, you can go to my contact page, and there's a little question box where you can fill in, you know, your name, phone number, email, where you're located, and a little description of what the type of legal problem is. And I'll get that email, and then I can reply to you when I receive that. So my website is www.bestbestlegallegalresource.com. Awesome. Now, just for our listeners, just so that you know, uh, for now that we've gotten those of you may have joined us a little bit late, caught up, one of the key things that she started out saying was that she's able to provide you with um, complimentary, you know, legal advice. Uh, I know as a service provider um, that I am always getting calls from individuals that want complimentary information. And we give it out all the time, but it comes to a point where I have to say, no, you know, we actually run a business. We're not a nonprofit. <laughs> and so for those of you that are looking for that complimentary services as to whether or not you even need an attorney or not um, to get involved in your case. Lori is actually the perfect person to actually do that because she's compensated by a, a whole nother resource. And so you having the ability to have the complimentary consultation, um, that's huge. You don't have to go ask someone else to, to give you complimentary services. There are complimentary services that are here that you can take advantage of, and Lori is obviously one of those, um, as she stated previously. Now, to kind of jump back in to our topic um, and building relationships there um, before you actually need one, Lori, can you kind of go over um, a little bit of what types of legal matters do your clients need 
help with and how that actually, you know, translate from one to the other one. Um, basically on, on the, you know, the different things that they would actually contact you for. I know we mentioned intellectual property before from that aspect, but I am certain there's other things from the JVs all the way to the business succession, um, things like that. So what are all the gamut of the things that they can contact you for? And kind of give us a little bit as to what details, like why would they sure. need those services? So a lot of clients call me at the startup stage, uh, so they might need their entity formed. They might need an LLC, or if they have um, a partner in their business, they either want a partnership agreement or some type of operating agreement, and they might need some initial contracts, contracts with clients or vendors, just to get that business off the ground. And then as business is flowing along, other things may come up like, gosh, you know, now we need another type of contract prepared or, gosh, now we have a problem getting paid by our clients or our vendors are not rendering the services that we've paid them for. So now you're into the dispute or litigation phase. And you don't necessarily have to file a lawsuit, um, but, you know, your litigation attorney can help you um, negotiate through that situation and if necessary file suit or if you get sued maybe it's violation of a non-compete agreement and you hired somebody and now that person you know has violated the non-compete from that prior company and both the client uh, employee and the employer are being sued so they can help you through that issue or maybe it's a tax issue. Maybe, uh, you know, they're saying you didn't pay enough taxes for your business or even on the personal side, depending on if you formed it as an LLC or a corporation. So we have um, really attorneys for any area of law in Metro Detroit, but those are some of the common business situations that you might need, or it could be franchises too. We talked about that earlier. <clears throat> but there could also be real estate issues. Maybe you want to buy a building or... Um, you know, multiple locations for your office and you want to have multiple leases and um, they can navigate any type of real estate matter you might ha need help with. And you might even be a landlord. Maybe you own the building and you want to have uh, business tenants in your building. I've got attorneys that deal with that. And it also on the personal side, just because you're a business owner doesn't mean you don't need personal legal services. How about estate planning and probate? You might need wills, trusts, powers of attorney prepared, this is just all proper planning, and you do these planning things in the event something will happen. We all know one day we are going to pass on, so everybody needs an estate plan. Um, but sometimes people wait until there's a problem to call a lawyer, and we can certainly help you in the middle of a problem. But you talked about building a relationship. So if you start to think about, gosh, I'm going to need these things someday, then we can start to introduce you to those lawyers so you can be prepared. Here's what I need document-wise. Here's what I, decisions I need to make. Here's what it's going to cost me. So, you know, have those free consultations and start to put together a plan. Here's what I'm going to do for my business over the next two to five years that involve attorneys. These are the things we need to do. Or you might be surprised and get served with divorce papers, and now you've got a family law issue to take care of. Um, you know, the, the business owner can find themselves involved in so many things. They could actually be drop, brought into a um, personal injury auto accident case. Maybe they have company cars for their employees, and one of them gets um, in an accident. Well, you can sue the owner and the um, driver. So that's, you know, two people that might have gotten involved in that lawsuit. Or it might be employment matters, whether it's employer rights or employee rights. Um, you know, people have been wanting to file wrongful termination suits or discrimination suits. And in the state of Michigan, the laws are really heavily weighted towards the employer as far as, you know, we're all at-will employees unless you have a contract that says otherwise. So whether the employee wants to go to another place to work or the employer says our time together has come to an end, you know, it's it's usually not going to result in litigation, but some people will say, hey, you fired me because, you know, I'm in my 50s or my 60s, and that's age discrimination. It may or may not be. It may just be they've had to do a reduction in the workforce, and maybe this person's skills isn't what they need anymore or, you know, whatever it is. It's not like they're trying to necessarily 
um, get somebody out of the workforce that's older so they don't have to pay a higher salary, but sometimes that is the reason why they're letting the um, more experienced staff go. So you just need a lawyer to help you through that process to figure out, is, is this age discrimination or is this just we just had to have a reduction in the workforce because business has slowed down? So whatever the legal issue, we can help, and I always provide a free consultation. My service is always free to the client, and if they hire an attorney, they will usually have a free consultation with the attorney I refer them to, and that attorney will tell them what the cost will be. And if they do hire that attorney, that's how I'm compensated. I get a a referral fee for making the referral to the attorney. They look at it like this is an advertising cost to them. So they know that I brought them the right client, and they can help that client, and the client's going to pay them, and then I'm going to get a referral fee. So it's really a win-win for the client. They get the benefit of my network and my 30 years of legal experience, and they don't have to pay for my service, but I'm not doing this completely free because I need to make a living too. (laughs) So I get paid on the back end from the attorney. Awesome, awesome. I'm sitting here, and I'm listening to you, and I'm going – Michigan is such a pro-business state compared to, we're also registered in California. Um, And so there are some wonderful things about being a business owner here in Michigan compared to other states um, that are not as pro-business as Michigan is. And so definitely take advantage of Lurie Services. And for those of you that may be listening outside of the state of Michigan, Um, I actually will highly uh, recommend to you that you seek out relationships um, for those in the legal community, hopefully before you actually need their services. Um, You know as a business owner the areas that you're exposed at. Everyone knows their exposure. And so don't put it off thinking that, oh, it it might not happen or I'll deal with it once it happens. That's the wrong time to deal with it. Try to cut it off before it starts or before anything happens so that if something does happen, you're prepared. The other attorney is also prepared because you've kind of laid the foundation as to what the next steps would be or putting things in place that would help protect you and make your case even stronger. Because in the end, that's all we want to do is whatever we've been wronged is for that wrong to have been made right. That's all we really want. But we don't want it to end up consuming us. Um, I started out the show talking about today's being only Wednesday, and I've already met with two business owners that have, you know, told me about stories that they've had to get their attorney involved in. And so you know our vulnerabilities, um, make certain that we have them covered so that it does not consume us. Um, We cannot get off track on what our goals and our visions are for our companies. And usually when issues come up like this, it's it's something that takes us away from the things that we need to do from a day-to-day or month-to-month and takes us away from our goals. And when we can't stay focused on our goals, obviously, as a business owner, that results in, you know, lost revenue. Um, Because for a lot of us, Yeah, it it results in lost revenue. And so to allow us to keep our eye on our goals and on our vision um, and our mission, essentially, is being able to just say, okay, I've got this in place. I've passed this over. This is the other person on my team. Um, One of the portion where, as most of you know, we are really three companies. We have the financial side of the company, the HR side of the company, and the training side of the company. Um, Typically, I will tell a business owner, you need to be the CEO of the company and surround yourself with experts in the field. And having an attorney, you may have several attorneys that are part of your experts that are there in the field, that everyone is working on your behalf. Everyone is working so that they're your trusted advisors. So when you come up against or you have a question or you have a challenge that come up, you can go directly to that trusted advisor because you've laid the foundation, they know what your vision and your goals and your mission is, and so that you can continue to move forward and pass that problem or issue over to that trusted advisor 
because you know that they're capable of handling because they know what you've set in place and what you have going on so that that way, you know, the business doesn't suffer. You don't suffer staying up nights, as I stated. Owning a business is, is very difficult, and you don't suffer as a business owner, and the business doesn't suffer because something takes you off kilt and, and obviously in some, some instances blindsides you because, you know, you're not prepared. You want to be prepared. And so I highly recommend that you take advantage of Lori's services, as she stated. Her referral, she, if you're referred to an attorney, you take on that relationship, she's paid by that attorney. That's, they're using that essentially as their marketing. We all need a Lurie in our life so that she's doing part of the referral or opening up business for us um, in what it is that we actually do. That, that, that's an awesome thing to have. And so having someone to being able to give them, basically preempt you in the right direction as to who's the expert in the field in order to resolve your, your legal issue is invaluable because now you're not taking time away from the business to actually go out and interview different attorneys. And obviously, you know, there's only 24 hours in the day. No matter how much I try to stretch that to 30 or 40 would be awesome. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for us physically. It doesn't work, you know, out in the run of the day and the sun goes down and it comes back up and we're back at it again. It just does not work. And so having Lori to go and say, this person is an expert in the field, they're very capable of, of handling um, your legal problem, and they're very capable of, of saying, you know, seeing this all the way through uh, for you. And with, with Felicia? transparency. Felicia, I wanted to give some words of caution to your out-of-state listeners because I can only help the people in the state of Michigan, but you um, reminded me that clients may go online these days. We go online for everything, and sure, you can type in attorney or you know attorney in the city you're looking for or an area of law that you need help with. So certainly there are resources online, but what people may not understand is that no one is vetting those attorneys and determining is that person the right fit for your situation. So if they've got a savvy SEO person and they say, hey, I want to start bringing in more business cases or I want to bring in more drunk driving cases or whatever it is, they can create some things so that they come up in the search engines over somebody else maybe who hasn't done that search engine optimization. And attorneys are the worst when it comes to doing that type of marketing, especially the solo small firm attorneys. They're busy handling cases. They're not worrying about is their website effective. But if you've got some savvy people who are getting um, the search engines to cooperate with their website, you know, somebody may come up simply because of that, or they may be part of an online directory. There's a number of free directories clients can just go and look for lawyers in. But again, no one is vetting those attorneys. If they have paid a fee and they have filled out a profile, they're going to come up. And the more fee they pay, they're going to come up more often. So these are advertising models for finding an attorney, and it is a place to go when you don't have a clue. But I would rather you call maybe the state bar of that state, like we have a state bar of Michigan. There's you know one in every state. Sometimes they're called the Illinois Bar Association. Sometimes they're called the State Bar of California, you know, whatever you need to look up. But at least you're talking to a human being and trying to get a referral. I will caution you that some referral services are better than others. Some of them simply give you the next lawyer on the list, even if they're not in the area of law you're calling about, which I think is completely useless. And I saw that as a, a great opportunity in the state of Michigan that they weren't just giving out referrals, you know, equally to all the attorneys in the state, but I'm giving you a referral to the right attorney, you know, a specialist that can help you. You don't want to waste your time talking to the wrong person. So keep that in mind, whether you're local or out of state, when you're looking for an attorney, that online might be a way to start, but certainly meet with that lawyer. See if you get a good vibe about them. See if your personality styles match. 
see if the financial obligation you're going to have is a fit. So there's so many things you're going to need to do, and you're going to have to do a lot more due diligence if you didn't use a service like mine where somebody has vetted these attorneys over 5 to 20 years, and they've, they know these lawyers have been practicing in this area of law for 10 to 30 years. That's what I give you. But, um, you know, if you don't have that, you've got to do a lot more due diligence, and it's really, really important to find out as much as you can before you need them instead of after, and you say they did a terrible job, they overcharged me, they didn't know what they were doing. You know, you're going to get the gamut of, of results depending on how much of the pre-vetting you've done and built that relationship and gotten references from other people in the community, and you just need to do a lot more work. And, and I know we're all busy, but it's so worth it. You either use a service like mine or you do the heavy lifting to find the right attorney yourself. That was definitely valuable information. Um, now, does, if they call the state bar, is there a charge for calling the state bar and asking no. for a referral? Generally, there's an 800 number or, you know, a local number they can call, and they every state bar has a legal referral service built into it because every attorney has to be licensed by that bar association in that state. So essentially we're all members of the state bar for the states that we're licensed in, and they like it when the state bar refers us a client, and sometimes the lawyers will pay a nominal fee like $20 a year or something to be, you know, registered in in their referrals program. So I, I can't speak to the quality of the referrals because when I was getting referrals from the state bar, it, you know, they, they were generally people that were flipping through the yellow pages, you know, back in the day <laughs> before the internet. And they were just literally talking to any lawyer. And maybe they would go through as many lawyers as they could have free consultations with to get that free advice. But sometimes, you know, it was like the client was the problem. It wasn't the lawyer. But sometimes I've heard from clients who've tried using referral services that they referred me to a real estate attorney and I needed a divorce attorney. And it's like, well, what did they do that for? You know, so you're going to have to ask up front, you know, can, is this lawyer um, equipped to handle this type of case or are they a general practitioner? If they're a general practitioner, that means they dabble in a lot of areas of law, but they may not be a specialist in that area of law. So if you know you need a business attorney, ask them for a business attorney exclusively, not somebody that does business law and divorce law and criminal law and real estate law and all these other areas of law. So you really just want somebody. And if they don't know, then you're going to have to ask all those questions before you even bother to meet with that lawyer. Find out up front. And you can look at their website, but surprisingly, there's still a lot of lawyers that don't have a website. So you can't find out anything until you, you know, go meet with them face-to-face. Awesome. And so basically we, they need to go back and do the things like we talked about earlier. Maybe prepare your questions ahead of time that you need to have answered mm-hmm. in order to make sure that this person is an expert in the field. And so if you need to, you know, contact the referral source, you have your questions already laid out because you do want to make sure you have an expert, and as you stated, and not a generalist, someone that's just doing, you know, all these different things. And so maybe one of the primary questions you ask them is, how do you stay up to date, you know, in, on the law in this particular area so that you can make mm-hmm. sure that they're current in that area and you don't fall victim to someone that just has paid the money to have an awesome website, but that's it. And so right. we have a couple more minutes left, so please give our, our, our listeners the your information on how they contact you. Okay. You can call me at 248-594-4470. Email me at Lori, that's L-O-R-I, at best, B-E-S-T, legal, L-E-G-A-L, resource, R-E-S-O-U-R-C-E dot com, or visit my website and go to the contact page and fill in your information and your legal questions in the, in the box on the contact page. And that's at www.bestlegalresource.com. Awesome. Thank you so awesome. much for having me today. I really enjoyed this conversation. I did too. I, also, I really enjoyed it, too, as well, 
And I will have all of Lori's information will be up on our site. So please go to our site to share that information with all of your other business colleagues um, that you do have, as well as listen to it. We'll have all of Lori's information up there along with some other resources there up on the site too as well. And obviously come next week, we'll be back here again with a very special guest. Um, talking about a lot of the different issues that we face um, here as business owners. Because as I stated, it is not easy being a business owner. Um, there are so many things that we have to be mindful of. And this complimentary podcast is to try to provide you with the things in the, that you need to run your business successfully. And so thank you again. Do have a great day. I look forward to everyone. Um, on next week joining us. Again, my name is Felicia Harris from Everything HR. And if you'd like to uh, hear, get in, more information about us, please feel free to give us a call at 586-461-1400 or go online and take a look at us too as well at everythinghr.net. That's everythinghr.net. Thank you and have a great day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.